You don't want to miss today's episode. We're going to talk about FOMO, the fear of missing out. We've heard a lot of these IPOs that are coming out and a lot of investors are, are wanting to jump into it. So is it a good idea or not? We're untangling financial issues. Welcome to Your Finances Untangled with Mo Parag. Hopefully you can tell from this conversation that I am I, I take things very seriously, but I'm laid back. Mo is a financial advisor and partner with Cloudvestor. You may want to do some reallocations based off how you're currently invested. This podcast addresses financial issues for all ages, from those just starting out up to retirees. It's Your Finances Untangled. Untangling your finances. It's what we do on this podcast. It's really what Mo Param does. And he brings me along for the ride on your finances <laughs> untangled. Uh, Mo Param of Cloud Vesters, which you can learn more about this fiduciary firm uh, endorsed nationally by Dave Ramsey. Uh, visit the website cloudvesters.com. Mo, before we jump into the topic, I do want to take a moment to thank you. Thank you so much. We're recording uh, exactly a week before Christmas and you're holding the uh, Christmas party for the staff here, all the producers of the podcast, uh, our sound engineers, <laughs> your makeup person. I don't know why you have a makeup person, but you you do, and uh, you've included it. Thank you so much for the uh, monogrammed pocket protectors uh, that no you problem. gave everyone. And listen, the man spared no expense here. He even hired a, a dulcimer player. If the sound engineer can just give us a little bit of a taste of this is uh, this is what everybody on the staff is enjoying now. And, you know, the one thing that disappointed me with the dulcimer player you hired, Mo, is that he did not know how he didn't he didn't know the electric slide. And I had requested oh. the electric slide. Oh, my gosh. Let me know. Let me know. And I'll talk to uh, management and see if we can get a refund. Please. <laughs> Please do. Well, you mentioned a couple of things there. FOMO and IPOs. What first off, what is FOMO? <laughs> FOMO, F-O-M-O, is uh, just a term that's been used now, fear of missing out. And so that could be from a lot of things, whether it's fear of missing out from a movie, fear of missing out of a of a trend. You know, at some point, I had FOMO of, uh, what's that app everyone is using nowadays? Um, TikTok. TikTok, and, right. Yeah, so then when I saw what TikTok was, I was like, uh, yeah, I don't have a fear. Of, uh, I'm not missing out on anything right now. Um, but at FOMO, Did, yeah, it's just a fear of missing out. <laughs> Are you saying not in investing in TikTok, but just not participating in TikTok? Part, participating in TikTok. <laughs> right. All I've seen is just people dancing. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Even though my dance moves are pretty are pretty good at this point, <laughs> you I don't ever want to share listen, that to the, share that with the public. You were you were getting down with the dulcimer guy when uh, <laughs> just a minute ago. You you do have some good moves. All right. So all right, I but there is a fear of missing out, and we're going to be looking at IP. And you'd mentioned earlier uh, Airbnb and DoorDash have gone uh, public. So that would be kind of a good example here. Now, what is an IPO, first off? So an IPO is initial, uh, stands for Initial Public Offering. So that's essentially when the first time a private company goes public and uh, basically sells stock in their company. So uh, initial public offering. So it's the first time these private companies, uh, as, uh, as an investor, that you're able to invest in these private companies. Okay. All right. So we're going to be looking at, and with good advice, if you do have that fear of missing out, I guess the first piece of advice would be don't let your emotion throw you into something that may not be the best move. And that fe fear, fear of missing out is an emotion. 
Yeah, yeah. When it, when it comes to investing, you, you you almost want to take your emotions out the picture because emotions can 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 tend to lead you in a wrong direction when it comes to investing. And so um, don't again, I'm not saying we don't participate or invest in these companies, but ju- just don't jump right into it because of uh, media reports or there's a friends, a frenzy going on, or there's a trend that you want to just hop into when you're, when you're looking at investing, at least when we look at investing, we want to make sure that we're doing the, we're making the right decisions for our clients and taking fundamentals uh, when it comes to our investment strategies with our clients. So don't just jump right into it because the, there's a frenzy going around, um, buzzwords going, IPOs, um, you know, uh, oh my gosh, the, the, the stock is, is, is rallying at a you know, 50% clip. Just don't fall into that. Actually take a step back and understand what you're actually about to invest in. Because again, these are the, these are IPOs, initial public offering. These companies were private and now they're going public. So really we don't have a track record of what their stock performance has been in the past. Right. And so how do you gauge the value? So the value is based really off of um, a multiple of the stocks that are being um, offered versus what they're going for. So pretty simple, um, simple math. If there's a million shares that are outstanding and uh, the shares are going for initially at 20, let's say there's a million dollars, a million shares and the uh, uh, shares are going for $20 $20 a share. So essentially that that company at that point is being valued at um, $20 $20 million, mm-hmm. right? So uh, at that point, that's where the underwriters um, basically said that this company right now at this moment is valued at $20 million. Now, because of demand, um, we might start seeing that at the uh, at the opening, that all of a sudden it's actually trading at, call it $40 a share, Okay, right? So we were expecting it to trade at 20. It opens up at 40. Well, Essentially, that company is now valued at $40 million. Is that now, bloated, if, if that's the case? Is that a bloated Well, it's, it's could be, could not. You know, um, if the demand uh, justifies it, well, then the market is saying that it's valued at $40 million. Okay. But as, but as, a, uh, as, a, as an investor, you want to do your research to see, does it make sense for that for that company to all of a sudden be valued, basically doubled at at the opening. So the first thing you want to do again is do do your research, do objective research. Again, take your emotions out of it. Um, and there's a lot of places you can look online to just get an understanding of what the company is all about, and understanding where they're getting their resources from. Uh, why is it? Um, what are they selling? What's their product? Uh, you know, get a sense of what their balance sheet is and really start to dig and see, okay, what am I and who am I actually investing in? That's a crucial step. That's a crucial first step, in my opinion, if we're going to be looking at not just investing in IPO, but just investing in companies overall. And, you know, it it really, it's almost like a, it's not all gut, of course, but it's a little bit of gut. We mentioned DoorDash, for instance, just to 
pick on them for a second. <laughs> but in a good way, really. 2021 will be different. And, and I think going forward, some things are going to change. And for instance, with DoorDash, um, I hope people can, you know, still go out to eat and they will because people like to go out. But it's kind of created these, these habits now. Uh, well, well, let's have it brought here sometimes. And I could see them being okay and thriving. Is yeah, it kind yeah. of a gut feeling there? It's kind of a, a trajectory, right? So if, yeah. you're, if you're looking at uh, an, an investment to be growth oriented, so basically you want this this investment to grow um, over time. So essentially you want the company to continue to grow over time and sales to continue to be where they are and, and increase. You hopefully want the revenue for the company to, to increase, expansion, um, so what you may look at, if you're looking at, especially if you're a long-term investor and you're, and you're, and you have a feeling that this company is going to go, uh, to the next level, then you start to, you do a little bit of forward thinking, you know, what in the next year or two, um, could this company be disrupting or enhancing or, you know, worst case scenario, are there companies out there that just can't even compete with them anymore? And so th- the market share that they're going to absorb will just make them a even more of a massive demand for their services. So, um, so yeah, so a company like DoorDash, you're right, with, with um, restaurants, possibly with people, you know, maybe not feeling safe going out mm-hmm. or, you know, companies for restaurants for a while may have limited capacity, limited seating, um, may want to maybe reduce their staff as far as having that delivery person. So now they can just really almost outsource it to a company like DoorDash. So Door- does DoorDash have a, uh, uh, a positive future ahead of itself? It could, it could. Yeah. But those are the things you, you, you kind of you want to consider when you're, when you're looking at the growth of a company. I've always I've always heard. I, I think this is right. 1998 it wasn't that long ago. And Google was in somebody's garage. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, and, I, and I'm thinking in 98, 99, 2000, if somebody said, you know, I really want to look into this Google thing. Now nah, I'm good with. Yeah, what is it? What do you do? Like I, Yahoo does that. I'm good. Right. All right. Now nah, I'll pass on Google. Or, or for that matter, and look at Amazon now. Uh, it's almost like yeah. you have to have a crystal ball or if you had someone who really is keeping up with the game. I mean, you keep up with who's – you know who's going public and you, 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 it's what you do. You keep up with this stuff. Yeah, and you can also um, – you can also – an individual and themselves can look at companies that are recently filing for um, – uh, to, to go to public. So uh, you can look at the S dash one, sorry, S hyphen one forms um, from an SEC. And you can take a look and see companies that are, you know, trying to go or are looking to go public. And again, it's all about doing your research. Uh, yeah. It, it, even if you think about it, companies like Netflix that started off mailing out DVDs, right? You know, who would have thought, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure exactly when they, when they went public or when they started, but who would have thought, I know I didn't think, that you know there'll be a a production company you know they'll be streaming right. you know they, they they would have basically disrupted the whole video rental business uh, and so. i'm the guy who would have said i'm sticking with video rental stores everybody's going to want to go out and rent a vhs yeah. tape yeah forever. my vcr is working perfectly what's this <laughs> right. dvd nonsense you're talking about but you're right how do you know i mean you look at this company a startup that's mailing out DVDs and all of a sudden they're putting out some of the best quality shows and movies now. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it really is. Now, um, what does the broker have to do with your decision? So the brokers are uh, you. The brokers are the ones who really underwrite the company. Underwrite the companies, basically the ones who really give us the valuation of the com- of the the company that's about to go public. So if you have a reputable company that that has done this in the past, that these that these private companies are using to broker this relationship, to broker the shares, to really set the price of what the uh, the pre the pre IPO shares are going to be in the pricing. Um, that's a positive sign, you know, that they're going with a quality uh, company, you know, someone like a, a, a Goldman Sachs, for instance, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm, again, I'm not promoting Goldman Sachs, but mm-hmm. I'm sure most people know who Goldman Sachs are and their reputation. And, you know, they have a good reputation when it comes to um, uh, launching these companies for their IPO. So you can have boutique brokers who are doing that uh, for these for these pre-IPO sales. But again, uh, not saying it's a red flag, but you know, usually the, the the larger companies like the Goldman Sachs are the ones that are handling these massive IPO companies. So again, doing your research, understanding who is the one that were brokering these the that were brokering the uh, uh, the, the initial public offering for for these companies. Where does Cloudvestors fit into this? If someone has that fear of missing out and they want to get into the the IPO IPO game, what, where does Cloudvestors fit in there? So we fit in um, as a our clients hire us to be their financial advisors, right? And it's a relationship that goes well beyond just investing for them. It's really just looking, it's really looking at their overall financial financial picture and putting together strategies uh, for them to succeed. So the way we look at it is um, if clients have questions, you know, if a client comes to us and say, is this company that's about to go up, about to go public, is this a good investment, a good option for us? Let's take a step back. Let's look and see what you're currently doing. Let's see, uh, we'll, we'll do the research for you. You know, we, t- we do all the heavy lifting for our clients and really sit back and really analyze the landscape in front of you and see if it's a good decision for you to get into. How can you enjoy the best of both worlds in your financial planning, the convenience of a virtual relationship with your advisor, but also maintaining the human touch? That's CloudVestors. That's CloudVestors.com. They're an endorsed Dave Ramsey SmartVestor. That's a relationship you can trust. At CloudVestors, you get a personal relationship with one of the team advisors who will help you build a robust investment strategy. It's all about specific, customized planning for your unique situation and for wherever you are in life, whether you're just starting out or getting close to retirement. Holistic financial planning in all areas, including taxes, estate planning, insurance, cash flow, and budgeting. They even offer customized personal websites for clients. The technology of today while still maintaining that human touch. That's CloudVestors. That's CloudVestors.com. Your finances untangled. That's what Mo Param does on this podcast. He uh, untangles uh, your finances and and wherever you are in life. Uh, Just starting out, retiring, almost retired. Maybe if you have that fear of missing out, that's what we're talking about today. Uh, Mozak's got some good information on investing in IPOs. And I think the first thing you would probably say, Mo, is besides do your due diligence is be cautious. Very be cautious. cautious. Be very, very, excuse me, be very, very cautious. So, you know, when we're, when we're looking at, again, uh, investing, 
one thing you want to do is make sure that you receive and read the prospectus. Now, prospectus is is basically um, all the information um, that the company um, lays out as far as risk opportunities, their cash flow, um, uh, their objectives. It's really, it's really, it's really the the, the backbone of a of a of an investment uh, documents. And so, what you want to do is read it. It could be a dry read. It could be pretty boring. Some of these, some of these prospectus. Do they um, have, have pictures at least? Does it have pictures? Uh, I mean, they may Maybe have a like a chart. So yeah, they may have a graph or chart. But if you're expecting a, a picture book, don't don't expect that. Um, but this is great information. This is great information for you to understand what is what what's behind the scenes, and understanding like what the what the company's trying to do is the company trying to pay back loans that they've had. Well, that might not be a good sign because that means that you know they're offering these um, these uh, stocks to pay back loans that they possibly weren't able to do just off cash flow alone. So that might be something that's that you may want to you know, raise your eye eyebrow on that and say, hmm, is that something I really want to get into? Also, brokers, you know, these are uh, money managers, not really money managers, these are brokers who are investment managers. Um, don't see many brokers that are, that are uh, recommending IPOs for, off the gate. You know, most IPOs from the, from the get-go typically are reserved for the one percenter. Mm-hmm. And so if your broker is is recommending you going to an IPO or investing in an IPO, again, be cautious There's about so that. So much risk. So much risk behind it. Uh, and understand the the your ability to absorb risk. You know, for when we talk to our clients about risk, I I can tell you how much risk you should be taking. You know, I can look at your investments, I can look at your goals, I can look at your cash flow, your debt and everything in that that aspect and say, this is the type of risk or the amount of risk you should be taking. You as my client, tell me how much risk can you take? How much risk can you afford to take? Because that's that's an emotional decision. You know, how much risk can you actually stomach? And so, you know, when, you know, uh, you know, when DoorDash and, and Airbnb went public, we saw you know, almost 10% drops and 13% drops respectively in Airbnb and DoorDash throughout the day. So their the valuation or the stock prices just just kind of tumble throughout wow. the day. Yeah. So is that something that you're that you're ready for? So it, it's one of those things again, if you are if you're being recommended uh, for an IPO without getting as much information as you can from the company, um, if you're getting recommended by your broker, you get, again, you want to you know kind of raise a flag and say why. You know, how many institutions are actually investing in these firms um, and, and really get some research on why do you think it makes sense for me to invest? It, it has to be more than just FOMO. There really has to be a, a, a direct correlation between your plan and your money and your investments to make sure that this is a good fit for you. You know, uh, we opened up mentioning Airbnb and DoorDash going public. I can't think of two better examples for possibly Waiting, I wanted to get your take on this for a minute because Airbnb, obviously, they had to have have been hurt by the whole lockdown and quarantining, and and DoorDash may have thrived. They may mm-hmm. have seen a boost because people weren't able to go out to eat, uh, and so should you wait and see how things play out and get get through through all of this? 
this being the pandemic. <laughs> you know, so the, so, so the pandemic is, is, is here. It's been in our lives for almost a year now. And what we've seen are companies that have there's there's companies that have relished in this in this in this landscape because um, because of demand. Mm-hmm. You know, we've seen a lot of, of video video service uh, video conference services um, that have skyrocketed as far as um, the 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 the, uh, the pricing of their shares have just skyrocketed. I mean, uh, you think of someone like a Zoom, for instance, who um, who I mean, they're they're oh triple gosh. triple yeah. digits <laughs> as far as returns year to date, but we saw a demand. You know, here at Cloud Investors, you know, we use video conferences to meet, meet with our clients throughout the country. So, um, and you know, uh, schools, teachers, students had to adapt to video conferences for their for their um, for their learning. So, some companies have thrived in this in this climate. Again, some companies have not thrived. You know, when all of a sudden. Um, the economy stops um, and your revenue stops and you're no longer and you're not considered an essential company well it's kind of hard to to maintain revenue to have sales when you know manufacturers are shut down restaurants are shut down people aren't traveling so you might have felt the brunt of of this of this pandemic but when we're, when we're looking forward future uh, pl- uh, investing for the future companies that have appreciation uh, or companies that are you're hoping to appreciate you kind of think about what what are their what are their plans moving forward can they adapt have they been able to adapt what you know what has struck them in the past and how have they handled um, you know negative news negative press uh, negative um, uh, geopolitical uh, uh, conflicts. How have they adjusted to that? And that can give us a sense of, you know, what they look, the the almost a confidence in them to move forward right. when things ha- when things go bad. So um, even though you know these IPOs may be this is the first time that they're publicly traded, you can still do some research and see, you know, how have they managed and handled different situations. So you know, like a company like Airbnb, yes. They probably had um, some some uh, uh, negative impact by the pandemic, mm-hmm. but how have they adjusted right. to the point where they felt right. confident enough that this was a good time for them to go public? Uh, well, good point. I mean, yeah. so and you, and also waiting. Uh, there's something called a lock. I didn't mean to cut you off, Dave, but there's something called a lockup period. Okay, and, and so that's a that's a that's a that's a sign where uh, that's a period of time where. Um, initial investors, so these are the ones who have backed uh, these uh, these companies in the past. Um, they have a time frame where they can't sell their shares. Oh, they they can't sell them at all. Okay, so th- th- that's a good sign to see. Okay, well, once that lockup period is over, sometimes it can last three months. Sometimes it's twenty four months or anywhere in between, depending on the company and depending on the the, the legal binding contract. But if we start, if you wait until that lockup period, you could see if these initial investors are they keeping their stocks, or are they selling them? You know, if they're selling them, that could be a bad sign that it's maybe it was over overvaluated. But if they're keeping it, maybe it's a good sign that you know they have some positive news or or they have a positive feeling of the company uh, growth and trajectory. So, what, as far as a client, one of your clients, and and calls you at Cloudvestors fiduciary firm, and let's just say I'm the guy, and I'm like, Mo, 
I got to jump on this. Acme toilet paper manufacturers, they're going public. <laughs> I want to put some money in there. What's your advice to me? Well, advice would be, okay, let's take a step back. Let's do some research. What's the name of the company? Let's let's go ahead and dig Acme deep. toilet paper manufacturers. Acme toilet paper manufacturers. Okay, what's the competition like in the toilet paper industry? What are they, you know, what's been their, what's their track record? You know, what's their cash flow? What's their revenue? What's their sales? Um, you know, let's get into, let's get the perspectives going. Let's read about it, and you know, if it if I if if it is a good decision for us, then we'll you know we'll execute the trade for you. But it's it's always going to be a a a a conversation for us to make sure that we do our due diligence, that we do our research. Uh, I I take a uh, I always take a step back and look at the fundamentals because I am I, I don't take the I take the emotions out of it when it comes to clients uh, investing. I make sure that we have a systematic, uh, fundamental plan of investing. And so if we do our research and and the, and the company that you want to invest in, if it makes sense and you can, and you can handle the risk uh, of it, then it, it will consider it. Put it that way. We'll consider it for you. Okay. I got a good gut feeling about Acme toilet paper manufacturers. (laughs) But I know I need to do my due diligence and all all of that. I love this, Mo. This is is good. And I think this is a timely conversation, too, because, um, you know, the economy, I hear so many people saying it's going to be different. Not to say it's going to be bad. It's just going to be a little different. And I can see that in so many ways. Yeah. Yeah. It's different. And... You just adapt, you know, um, you know, we've mentioned this before in the podcast, but we feel as a firm that your financial plan uh, and your investment strategy as well should be flexible enough to adjust and adapt when new information comes out. And so uh, when new information comes to the table, is your investment strategy, is your financial plan flexible enough to adapt to these new to the new information that's in front of us to take advantage of it? Well, Mo, again, thank you for providing the dulcimer for the pre-taping po- uh, party here and and the pocket protector. And, and yeah, thank you for that second fruitcake. I really, really do appreciate it and always enjoy our conversations. I always learn something from you, so it's good. It's a good thing. Remember, the second fruitcake is always better than the first one. Is it? So, yeah. I, I've always heard it's better. Let it sit out for a year or two, and then it's better. <laughs> well, let's do this again. I look forward to a, a whole new year of, of hosting this podcast with you. Same here, Dave. Same here. And thank you for joining me on these uh, 30 uh, these thirty episodes. It's been a great ride. And for everyone, thank you for your support. Always, as always, share, like, rate, review, uh, and keep listening. That's right. Stay with us on Your Finances Untangled. Be sure to rate, review, and share this podcast. New episodes of Your Finances Untangled are available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Mo Param nor his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.